1: From the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Alcina Lloyd, and this is the Daily Download. Today, I'll cover a report from Moody's Investor Service that claims the COVID 19 pandemic has delayed the mortgage industry's efforts to transition away from LIBOR, the Mortgage Bankers Association's weekly application survey, and a report from the National Association of Realtors that shows U.S. pending home sales surged a record 44% in May. But before we listen, here's a brief word from our sponsor. Thanks for listening, and let's get started with an article written by Kathleen Halley that covers a report from Moody's Investor Service. According to Halley, Moody says the COVID-19 pandemic has now delayed the mortgage industry's efforts to transition away from LIBOR, an interest rate benchmark once known as the world's most influential number. How leases on Tuesday, Moody's announced in a report that home loans and other instruments are still being written using LIBOR as an index for the interest rate, adding to the legacy stock of financial products that will have to be dealt with when the benchmark expires at the end of 2021. In the report, Moody says the global coronavirus crisis is only delaying solutions to LIBOR's end, and for many market participants, addressing liquidity needs has been a higher near-term priority than addressing their existing LIBOR exposures or launching non-LIBOR initiatives. According to Howley, LIBOR is currently used in the U.S. for about $267 trillion of derivatives and other securities, representing 14 times the size of the U.S. annual gross domestic product. That being said, LIBOR is being phased out about a decade after regulators discussed Discovered, traders were manipulating the rate set by Britain's biggest banks. It's important to note, before details of the scandal were unveiled by investigative journalists, LIBOR was the most popular index for U.S. adjustable rate mortgages. In a statement in October, the International Monetary Fund said the continued reliance on LIBOR poses risk to financial stability, which can be fully addressed only through a timely transition to alternative risk-free reference rates. Notably, U.S. regulators have been working for years to replace the rate, with another benchmark such as the secured overnight financing rate, but the COVID-19 pandemic has done more than just slow these efforts, according to Moody's report. Our next story comes from Alex Rahal and covers the Mortgage Bankers Association's Weekly Application Survey. According to Raha, mortgage applications fell 1.8% last week, despite mortgage rates staying low. In fact, the Seasonally Adjusted Index measuring purchase applications also fell 1%, marking its second week of decline after two-month growth. Additionally, the Market Composite Index, a measure of mortgage loan application volume, also decreased 1.8% on a Seasonally Adjusted Bias from one week earlier, despite remaining 74% higher than a year ago, The refinance index also declined, falling 2% last week. In reference to the report, NBA's Associate Vice President of Economic and Industry Forecasting, Joel Kahn, said the weakening in activity is potentially a signal that pent-up demand is starting to wane and that low housing supply is limiting prospective buyers' options. All right, and our last story comes from Kathleen Halley and covers a report from the National Association of Realtors. According to the report, as Americans emerged from lockdowns, many went home shopping in May as data shows U.S. pending home sales surged 44% in May, marking the biggest gain on record. Halley says the spike in signed contracts in buy. Howley says the spike in signed contracts to buy homes came as the average US rate for a 30-year fixed mortgage fell to a record low of 3.50% at the end of May, as measured by Freddie Mac. Since then, rates in the last two weeks have set a new all-time low of 3.13%. In a statement, Lawrence Yun-Nar's chief economist said this has been a spectacular recovery for contract signings and goes to show the resiliency of American consumers. According to him, this bounce back also speaks to how the housing sector could lead the way for a broader economic recovery.
0: Thanks for listening to today's episode of The Daily Download. We're excited to share that The Daily Download is now available on Apple Podcasts, so be sure to hit that subscribe button so you never miss the latest coverage of what's happening in the housing industry. We're also available on Spotify and Google Podcasts, so you can catch us wherever you want to listen. And now, since you're subscribed, we'll catch you again here tomorrow.